Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Brian Dawson of District Flight Deals in DC Tech People. Brian, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Gresh. I'm really excited to be here, talk to you, talk to your audience, and, uh, and get chatting. Yeah, absolutely. I do know you're doing some phenomenal things in the area. And, and before we jumped in, I want to reintroduce you to, to Brian so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Brian's the founder of District Flight Deals and DC Tech People. District Flight Deals helps people in the DC area save up to 75% off normal flight costs. And DC Tech People is a new business that seeks to bring the DC area tech community together through stories and products made exactly for them. Brian, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. Let's do it. So they kick off everything. I want to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more about what I call your, your CEO story. We'll let you get started with your businesses. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, uh, I was working uh, my regular nine to five or more like eight to six, I guess, <laughs> but, uh, and wanted to start a business for a long time. At the same time, I had just gotten engaged uh, and a lot of friends were in a similar situation. And I'm from Los Angeles. My wife's from Alabama friends getting married all over the place. So I was doing a lot of traveling that year mm-hmm. and I've always been kind of into the travel hacking scene. So started to really get serious about looking for cheap flights, turned that into um, keeping track of cheap flights and then saw that some other people had done similar things in the, in the space and have like shared cheap flights that they found. And I was a subscriber, to some blogs and some newsletters that helped people find cheap flights, but there was always the annoyance for me of uh, getting an email about a cheap flight, but it's not from DC. It's from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It's from New York or just, and you can't figure it out until you click into the email. So I wanted something just for me, figured there were other people who might want that too. So I decided to make district flight deals, which is a, an email newsletter uh, where I send out cheap flights that I'm finding. Uh, and then over the, over the years have kind of refined that process to be able to find uh, pretty great flights. Like um, a couple of years ago, my wife and I took one or last year we took one. Uh, to Rome, $283 round trip. So that's the kind of thing that I'm, I'm trying to send out to people and, and that people are taking advantage of. Yeah, I'm definitely sure everybody who's listening to this is probably shaking their head in agreement right now and, and looking to, ha- to figure out how they can find those great deals. So it's great to hear like how you scratch your own itch and then it starts to grow into what is a business and a great opportunity for so many others. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, recently, you know, during coronavirus, it's a little bit different. I'm setting out flights for uh, later this year, like late 2020 early 2021, but right now kind of waiting to see how things develop. Still sending out flight deals, but like I said, for the distant future, but it'll be interesting to see how that develops. Um, And then that's kind of uh, led me into this other business that I've started, DC Tech People. Mm -hmm. So when I was starting district flight deals, didn't really know anybody in the tech space in DC. Um, It's something I've been interested in for a long time, but uh, just kind of solved every problem by Googling and answering or looking for answers on forums and everything like that. And I knew it'd be really nice if I knew people in the space who I could go to for, you know, to ask technical questions for mentorship, that kind of thing. Um, and then over the course of the business, I started to get to know people to, you know, people would reach out, I would reach out to people, get to know people. And it was really helpful for the business. Uh, and so that, and kind of a desire to get to know even more people led me to 
to want to start a site to bring the DC area tech community together. And there, there are some different pockets where, you know, the community gets together with meetups and stuff. And obviously now that's kind of on hold, but, uh, wanted just a place to help people tell their stories, people like you, other, other entrepreneurs in the area, uh, and then kind of figure out what could be the most helpful thing I could, I could do, um, to make products for these people. Uh, in, in the last few weeks, that's just been in the last month, I saw some friends in the DC area tech community get laid off. So I kind of uh, accelerated plans to make a job board and made a, a job board called still hiring DC so that people who have gotten laid off can find some open positions going forward. Uh, so launched that a few weeks ago and that's kind of like the first product that I see, but um, I know that more will come. I'm just kind of trying to uh, get to know people and get to know what could be helpful. Yeah. And, and it makes so much sense. And I definitely, you know, been honored to kind of be on the site as well too. So I definitely appreciate that. And I, and I think that um, I, I love again, kind of the organic nature, I guess you can say of how things start to develop, because I think when you start to just have an interest and you start to pursue that interest, you don't necessarily know exactly what it's going to be, but right. obviously in the times that we're, we're recording this, you know, a, a need presented itself. And because you had started to build and have that community, you, you're able to kind of provide that product or and or service that, that helps meet that need. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I know you touched on each of the businesses and kind of what they include. Is there anything additional you wanted to kind of let us know that we should know about um, either the business that we can understand how you serve your clients? Yeah, sure. So right now, like I said, there's a job board and, uh, you know, the, the customer there would be companies who are looking to hire. But um, more of my relationship is with people in the DC area tech community who might be candidates um, or, or people starting businesses, growing businesses. And I'm telling their stories on the site. Like I mentioned, I, I interviewed you, Gresh. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's going to go live soon, the interview section of the site. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it for now. Um, but we'll be adding some products in the future. So for district flight deals, it's people who are looking to travel for, for cheap. And for uh, DC tech people, it's people who want to get to know other people in the community, learn what's going on, and uh, maybe post or find an open job. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I know you're, you're from the Los Angeles area, you said, but I think for somebody who's kind of a DC native, so to speak, or DC area native, I should say, you're always looking, you know, to have like opportunities, especially around this area and, and see and be able to drill down, find job opportunities, as you mentioned, or of course, flight deals uh, to, to Rome for $200 or so also helps out as well, too. So yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely appreciate you for creating that. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And it could be for you personally or your businesses, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I think uh, we kind of touched on it actually in that last question, which is um, I think it's the adaptability and Mm. the flexibility. I think our world changes faster and faster and making predictions and plans for what's going to happen is harder and harder. And I think that, you know, my belief and kind of what I try to live out with the, with the businesses is that it's the people who can respond quickly to change and can adapt that are going to uh, be the most successful going forward. Um, and so I, I think it's that adaptability. I'm still trying to figure that out with district flight deals right now, what that business might look like. Uh, I think most airlines dropped like 10% today in their stock price and that's going to be crazy. But um, that's the kind of stuff that I think means you need to be able to be flexible. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Okay. Thought about this a little bit. Uh, I think the number one thing that's kind of changed how I work in the last four months uh, and has definitely made an impact is a, an app or it's, it's not a dedicated app. It's in browser, but it's called Rome research. Have you heard of this by chance? I have not. I have not. 
So it's, uh, it's similar to Evernote or Notion or a note-taking app like that. Um, but the difference is that you can, uh, if, if I'm taking notes on say, you know, this is what I did in district flight deals today. Mm -hmm. I did, you know, I, I executed this marketing strategy. I fulfilled these customer requests. You can link, I can link to, uh, to another note. I can say, you know, I did marketing and put like hashtag marketing or just make a page. It's all about all my marketing efforts mm -hmm. and kind of like Wikipedia, you know, then you can go to the next page. Yeah. But what's really interesting is that then when you go to that next page, you can see everywhere you've linked to that page from. So mm -hmm. it just kind of helps. It's hard to explain. I would encourage everybody to kind of play around with it, but on the internet, most links are one directional. They take you somewhere, but you can't see where someone has linked to that site from or, or in Evernote or Notion, it's like that. But on Rome, you can see where it's been linked to. And there's just something magical about that that just lets you synthesize everything you're working on, see everything as one. And it's got some really great task management functionality. So instead of keeping my knowledge in one area like Evernote and my tasks in another area like Trello, it's all in one in Rome. And uh, it's an amazing tool. I would encourage everybody to check it out. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be like a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you were to hop into a time machine might tell your younger business self. Yeah, I think it would be uh, along kind of themes you touched on earlier. If, if I was to go back and tell myself, it would be that speed is better than, than planning. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously not always true, but in general, I think, um, I personally have spent too much time planning, too much time predicting what I think is going to happen. And you just never know until the rubber hits the road what exactly is going to shake out. Uh, and and by with doing things with speed, you get advantages. Um, so like one, one example is, uh, have you heard of the law of shitty click-throughs? No, I have not. <laughs> okay, so there's this uh, a growth marketer in Silicon Valley I don't know exactly what he does, but his name's Andrew Chen. He runs a, a great blog. I believe he's a venture capitalist too. I don't know his exact resume, but he penned this law of shitty click-throughs. And he talks about how when the internet first came on, um, you know, came online, the first banner ad on a website, the click-through rates were like 75%. Mm -hmm. And over time, customers get used to it. They get ad fatigue. They no longer, we don't even see banner ads anymore. They just have them invisible to me. Right. Eventually the click-through rate gets down to almost zero. And that happens to every marketing channel. And so the, the thing to do there, knowing that every marketing channel eventually will reach a, excuse me, language with a shitty click-through rate, that's what he calls it. Uh, then the, the answer is to move with speed. There are, you know, if you were on Facebook ads in 2012, you could have done really, really well. Mm -hmm. Now, pretty hard. I mean, it's still doable. And in 20 years, probably very, very hard. So speed gives you that advantage in marketing channels. And I think it gives you an advantage in a lot of other areas too. Just you can plan all you want, but you only know once you start doing things and you learn a lot faster by doing things. So that would be my advice to myself. And I think my advice to others too, is just do things quickly if the cost to doing them is, is low. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And, I, and it just reminded me of, you know, like first movers advantage as well, too, because a lot of times, especially on social media platforms, if you were one of the first movers or within that first wave, I guess you can say you paid next to nothing for a lot of the advertising, you know, opportunities and things like that. But as time goes on, there's more people that use it, the price starts to go up, and then there's more people, more noise on it. So it starts to become a lot harder to kind of get through and, and have that non 
shitty click-through rate that um, I'm sure we're always kind of searching for. Exactly. If you could have been on TikTok two years ago, then, you know, you'd be doing really well right now. Um, so, yeah, if the cost is low, just take some gambles and, and try to move quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that too, where you said, you know, speaking from your own perspective, because I think so many times I hear that kind of self-awareness within that too, because I think if you know you lean more way or the, one way or the other, it's always great to understand that you can shift that way because you probably already have that strategy in your mind of what you're going to be thinking about, but now just trying to take more actions and take more gambles to, to see things through. Yeah, exactly. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Brian, what does being a CEO mean to you? To me, being a CEO means that you bear the responsibility. You're the, the buck stops with you and whatever happens with the business, even if it's a decision that somebody, uh, one of your employees made, or for me, um, you know, any decision that I make, that ends up on any of my products. It's it stops with me. I'm the one responsible, and uh, that's my definition of CEO. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. I think especially when we have these visions and, and, and what we want to do with our businesses, you have to keep in mind that, you know, we are and, and the buck does stop with you. Um, so a lot of times these decisions that we make are sometimes even decisions that we don't make. You know, you have to understand that comes back around to you. So I think that's an incredible perspective and definition. Yeah. And then because of that, it's up to you to make good processes that people can follow, good processes for your products and your systems and everything. And um, if somebody you know, when your employees makes a bad decision and that's info for you to go back and make a better process, make a better system. That's not building to that next time. Yeah. And I love that second part of it because I think so many times we can outwardly blame um, people or circumstances or things. But I think if we take the brunt and we understand that um, if the buck stops with us and if something was a mistake and we, maybe we didn't communicate it, so maybe we can work on how we can better communicate that. But I think that gives us a lot of um, opportunity to, to be our best selves so that the business and everything around the business ends up being better too. Yep, exactly. Awesome. 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 Well, Brian, truly appreciate that, that definition and that perspective. Appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Sure. Um, get into contact me. Probably best place right now is on Twitter. Uh, it's at DC tech people. That's right now uh, where I'm personally tweeting about updates to that project and what's going on. Um, and I try to be transparent if anybody wants to ask me any questions about how something is built uh, or, or what my thoughts are on, on making various decisions. I'm really happy to have conversations there. Um, or you can find my email if you go to dctechpeople.com. Um, very easy to get in contact with. Um, other last thoughts, I guess I'll just give a couple book recommendations that I've been uh, reading lately. So on the, the theme of that CEO question, one uh, book that really touches there is Principles by Ray Dalio. A great book really goes into that idea of how the processes are up to you, all the, um, the way that your business works is up to you, especially the first part of that book, really good. And then uh, related to how hard it is to plan for the future and how to be flexible would be uh, Anti-Fragile by Nassim Tlaib. Uh, highly recommend that book. That's probably my favorite nonfiction book I've maybe ever read. So uh, if anybody has heard of those, go check those out. Um, reach out to me on Twitter. would love to, to connect with some people. 
Awesome. Thank you so much again, Brian. We will have the links and information in the show notes. And I definitely, you know, appreciate the, the book recommendations as well, too. I think that uh, I think seven habits of the highly effective people, you always want to kind of sharpen the saw. And I think yeah. books and, and, you know, podcasts and interviews are a great way to do that. So I appreciate you for sharing that, for doing that, and for reminding us of doing that as well, too. So I appreciate you, my friend, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you, Gresh. So good to be on the show. And uh, yeah, good one. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.